This portion of Beat Break Radio is only suitable for mature audiences and not suitable for young audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Are you listening? Damn. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Uh. What's going on, everybody? This is Mario, and I would like to welcome you in to another episode of the Random Select Podcast. It's the podcast that's all about thought-provoking talk right here on Beat Break Radio 87FM, Atlanta's newest underground station. And yesterday was the first um, first day that the Random Select was on Beat Break Radio. You know, now uh, I was a little nervous, but, you know, now that I got it out the way, we can get back to business, get back to the podcast, get back to me being me, and um, get on with it and things of that nature. Um, also, guys, I wanted to put out there, if you would um, like to hear me, see me talk about things, or you had any questions about the show, go ahead and send me um, an email at randomselect at gmail.com. That's randomselect, S-E-L-E-C-T-T. That's select with two T's, randomselect at gmail.com. Uh, we'll love your feedback. Um, you can also leave feedback on Twitter. You can leave feedback on Facebook, um, Instagram, um, YouTube, all those places like that are on beatbreakradiofm.com. So we could kind of, you know, have some interaction with the audience. And um, I don't know exactly when I'm going to post a Facebook Live um, schedule up so I can have uh, interaction where people could call in and we could talk and we could go back and forth. And that interaction right there will make the show. Um, So, yeah, we're going to do that. Uh, once I get that schedule down pat, cause things are a little hectic in my life and I'm plus I'm feeling a little under the weather too today, guys. So, um, yeah, just bear with me, even though they say the show must go on. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing that. Uh, people who listen to me on a regular basis probably can hear it in my voice, but I'm excited to be here on beat break radio. So we're gonna, uh, keep this going. Um, and on Friday's show, we're going to have, um, Colada from Colada's Blogs and Vlogs. She's going to sit in with me. I don't know how long we'll have or how many segments uh, we'll have on. She's going to bring one of her patent, patented, is that a word? Patented? You know, one of her customized uh, vlogs that she does for her uh, Facebook page. And she's going to um, have it. We're going to listen. We're going to play it. Uh, we're going to listen to it. She's going to explain, you know, what she was thinking, what she was going through, and what she meant when she did it. And plus, she's going to sit in on other questions that we may have. We're just going to um, talk and, you know, like we were sitting in our living room and just chit chat, you know. Um, me and Colada, we don't always see eye to eye on things, but that's what makes it beautiful. But um, we we could coexist. And that's always a good thing, too, as well, you know. So uh, be looking out for that um, on the Friday show. Uh, Colada's vlogs and blogs um at some point too like i said on yesterday's show i want to have uh, i'm gonna have um decatur bay dave and frost giant wheel on the show um just gotta uh make it where our um 
the schedules can kind of link up and then we'll have that going too. And so in, in for any of you potential um, sponsors out there or potential people who's looking for advertising, you know, um, like I said, look me up. Um, definitely, we're always looking to expand the show. We're always looking to have new partnerships and sponsorships here at Beat Break Radio 87 FM. So if you're out there and you're listening and you think that this will be a good fit to you, good fit for you, then contact me or either Sean and we can um, definitely make some things happen on that front. Um, so in this particular segment, um, y'all know what time it is. I wanted to talk about um, tax season. And y'all know that um, it's that time of the year where we get our taxes and it's, it's ball out of control time. It's get the new house, get the uh, new car, down payment for the new house, you know, coming up out the apartment, using the taxes to come up. We're going to the bar. We're going to buy it out. You know, we're going to take shot after shot, shot after shot. You know, um, you know, we 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 gonna do it. We gonna go to the mall and we gonna get the red bottoms. We gonna get the bags. We gonna get the ice. You know, it's our time to feel like, hey, look, I've been working all year. It's time for me to enjoy myself. And how do I enjoy myself? By spending my tax refund, not just spending it, baby. I'm talking about spending every single dime of it. Yeah, that's what we do. And here's the here's the funny part about it, right? The day, the last day to officially file your taxes is April 15th. And most of us, by the time April 15th run around, the day that the last day you can officially file your taxes, we have, we, we, most of us, we have long since spent every single dime of your tax refund by the time April 15th roll around. Because some of us don't even wait for the W-2s to come in the mail. We keep that last check stuff from December, baby. And we take it right to the tax man and say, here you go, here it is. Tell me what I'm going to get back and when can I expect it. Oh, oh, you know what? Tell you what, this is what we do. We'll give you uh, uh, um an advance on your refund. That way when it come back, you know, all you got to do is just come here. We're going to take our little fee off the top. People charging y'all. You're going to get six grand back. People charging you seven fifty. You, you, you have no problem with it. Here's seven fifty of the money that I work for all because you want an anticipated advance on your tax refund. So you could go ball out of control. So you could put rims on the whip, baby. <laughs> but, um, I just wanted to talk about, um, when, when one of the first things we do, let's be honest, we, we go out and get that brand new car. You know, I'm talking about the car with the bells and the whistles and everything riding clean, looking good, looking fresh. And that's what we do. And I ain't knocking nobody because, like I said, once upon a time, baby, this is what I'm talking about was me. But, you know, at some point you grow up, you're having those epiphanies and you have those moments where your light bulb come on. And I'll just get into the whole light bulb thing um, in a little bit. But what we do is we'll go get the car, you know, and. When they come back to you and they tell you what your car payment is, and they say, you could afford this. They look at your pay stub and say, oh, this is nothing. It's only going to be $350 a month. That's nothing. And you saying to yourself, oh, boy, that's that's sweet. $350, that's, that, that ain't anything, right? But that's not your real car payment. That's, that's the money you're going to be paying the finance company. 
You, you understand what I'm saying? Your real car payment is what you're going to be paying the finance company, what you're going to be paying the general state form, or we are farmers, bum, ba, dum, ba, bum, 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 you know, it, it, what you're going to be paying them. So let's just say on top of that, you're going to be paying 120 on that, right? So that already bumps you up to 470 player. Before you even leave that lot, you already at 470, but they done sold you that old 350. That's good. And in your brain, it sounds good. Go 350, I can do. Then when you start shopping around for your insurance and you take the very cheapest and you find out the very cheapest, 120. So you're going to go with that because, you know, coverage don't matter to me. I don't plan to be in no accident, which none of us do. So you're going to take the cheapest. But then you got to factor in how much it's going to take you to get back and forth to work every week. That's what your true gas um that's what your true car note cost. Let's say it takes eighty dollars to fill your tank up, you know, um every week to get you back and forth to work. So now you had to um now you had the four seventy and then you add the eighty dollars to that, that's gonna put you <laughs> that's gonna put you at right five twenty right now. So that three fifth been bumped up to five twenty just like that before you even left the lot. You didn't even realize that you just signed up for a car payment for five twenty a month. Now if that man would have slid five twenty a month across the table on you just five twenty straight up, you would have said, You 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 crazy as hell, you out your mind. I can't afford no car for five hundred and twenty dollars a month. Well guess what, player? You got a car for five hundred and twenty dollars a month. You just don't know it yet. So those are the things that you have to definitely look out for because their job is to get you to agree to a sign on the dotted line. They will tell you whatever. Oh, we'll throw in free tire rotations for life. Oh, you can come back here every time you need a car wash. Get your car wash. Oh, what? All changes? Oh, that's no time. That's no no problem. Come here. We'll get you all changes for uh, what year is it? 2018? Okay, we'll get you all change every time you come here for $20.18. That's what I will do for you. You know, and you feeling good because you think they they rolling out the red carpet for you, you know, but you don't understand. It's their job. Watch how they change once you signed it and you drove driven off the lot. When you come back, you say, hey, how you doing, Max? Let's say your same person name is Max. He'll look at you like uh, like he got amnesia, like he have no clue who you are. But before that, he was the best buddy talking to you like, look. All right, this is what I'm going to do for you. You know, they back there tripping in finance. But what we do is, if you just put up that little down payment, if you just increase it by, can, 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 can you do $300 more? If you do $300 more, I'm pretty sure I could work my magic back there and get the finance guy to, to, to find somebody to let this slide through. And we will put you in this car. You want the car, right? And I'm, I'm going to tell you, man, it look good on you, too. I mean that, that. I mean you look riding that. You look flying that car. And uh, you know, I, I don't want to say nothing, but from everybody that bought this this car, they told me it attracted women too. But you know, that's neither here nor there. But that's between me and you. You could do three more hundred more dollars on the down payment. I could get you in this car. And you swear this man is your buddy. You swear this man is your pal. You know, but he's not. You know. So let's just keep in mind when they're going out to to buy these cars and things like that because we got to understand that that money is coming it's it's it's, it's great it's cool but i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna try to tell you something that i know is gonna be mind-blowing i know it's gonna be revolutionary and it's gonna just sound so far-fetched and so crazy that somebody's gonna contact me and tell me i must be out of my rabbit mind to even suggest such a thing you ready for it how about 
we get the tax refund and save it. Wow, mind-blowing. Save the tax refund. Can you believe that? So now that um, we've decided that we're not going to save the tax refund. We already know that. So now let's say you decide you're going to take that money, get out your apartment. Then you're going to take that down payment from your tax refund and we going to move into a house. Yeah, baby, we leaving the hood and we headed on up to the east side, baby. We going to get that house and that house is going to make everything so much better for our family. Our kids going to be able to play in a safe neighborhood and everything's going to be good. And I hope to God that is true. But let me just tell you a few things that could come into play. And I'm not even trying to be a negative Nelly. I'm just trying to be put you up on information that you need to keep, be aware of when it comes to buying a house. Because as a first-time home buyer, you're going to run into some things that you just wasn't expecting or no one is not going to, that that people are not going to tell you. Because the, 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 the financial people and the real estate agents and the realtors will tell you that they work for you. They do not work for you. Keep that in mind. You work for you. They'll tell you that, oh, you know, we, we're a team. We know teamwork makes the dream work. We're in it together. You know, stupid slogans and stuff like that. Because when I was out, um, buying a house for the first time, this woman didn't hate any house. Every house she took us to see, this is the best house ever. It seems like it's amazing for you guys. Go to the next house. Wow, did you see that? This is amazing. This house fits you perfect. No matter what it was. You know, and then once after she they go out so many times, you'll start to hear the frustration in their voice. You'll start to hear the hesitancy. Well, we've looked at 10 houses and you've liked none of them. So, you know, what do you want to see now? You know, so you'll get that type of thing. And then all of a sudden you'll get um, they'll come back to you with one of those offers where they say, now, if you decide that you want this house, I could probably get them to take it down about 10,000 if you're really ready to close and you're ready to go. Now, this is something where this real estate agent and the other real estate agent have got together to say, hey, look, I think if I push, I could get this person to buy. But we got to come up with some type of thing to make it seem like it's just so great that it'll be a deal that they're passing up. So they don't work for you. They're trying to get their commission. They're trying to get their money. They got mouths to feed, bills to pay and keep in mind it's a job for them. They're not your buddy. They're not your pal. You know, when it's all said and done, you guys are not going to keep in touch and, you know, go uh, get your nails done, pedicures and have, you know, uh, spa sessions. No, it don't work like that. 90% of most real estate agents, once they sell the house to you and they close and that's that, they all, like they say, on to the next one, baby. I mean, you can't even take it personal because that's just what they do. And then, all right, now, let's get to the part where they put you in the house. They tell you that, oh, your mortgage is only going to be $1,200 a month. That's what they tell you. You say, oh, between me and, and my spouse, we can afford that. We're paying, you know, a, a thousand right now for the apartment. But they don't tell you once by the time they slap on escrow and PMI and all this old other stuff you're not going to understand at the time when you're a first-time home buyer, you're not going to understand. It's going to kick it up to about... I don't know, 1400 
Then you say, okay, that's that's only two more than that. Now you already at four hundred more than 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 you paid. And people don't understand that four hundred dollars in any type of budget, and especially when you only make a certain type of money, will throw the whole budget off whack. All right, let's just keep that in mind and say you can do that, right? So now we're gonna roll into the next particular thing. When you were standing in your apartment, the maintenance. Department, the apartment complex took care of all of that. So now you have to become that or you're going to constantly be paying somebody. And I always say, pick your house depending on what type of personality you are. If you know you're a lazy person, don't like to fix stuff, don't go get a whole lot of house. If you know you're the type of person that don't like to cut grass and don't want to manicure your lawn or do landscaping, don't go get a place with a, uh, a, 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 a lot of property, a lot of front yard, a lot of backyard. That's not you don't 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 even do it. So now you got to uh, think about you got water, sewage, you got bills that, you know, maybe your apartment was total electric. You know, now you got a gas bill. Now you got to pay, you know, uh, like I said, water, sewage, you know, all these extra bills come up and you don't realize from your original thousand dollars a month you paying at your apartment to the extra four hundred dollars they added on. Now your bills coming in and you paying more of that because you got more space. And now on top of that, your budget done blowed out another two hundred dollars. So now you six hundred dollars more over than what you were paying at your apartment. And people don't understand this is how houses stress you out. This is how you end up, you know, uh, losing houses. Because once you get in them, you're paying so much more over what you would knowing what you was paying in your current situation. But nobody tells you this. Not not the real estate agent because her job is to get you in it. Not the financial pe- people because their job is trying to get you into this contract so they could get the finders and the origination, loan origination fees and things of that nature because they got people to feed too. They may understand all of this, but it's, it, they wouldn't, it, it wouldn't benefit them to tell you these things, you know? So I'm saying that when you get your tax money, let's just be... Very, very aware of a lot of things, a lot of pitfalls, you know, and I understand you feel you work um, all year long and you feel like you you deserve this. And I'm just telling you, let me tell you how the year go, how to the trap that we all fall into. You don't realize that your life is one continually one continuous loop that you've been doing for years that you don't even realize that you've been doing over and over and over and over. That's why you can't seem to get ahead. That's why life seems so hard because not because you're not the type of person who can, who can do things or are you dumb or you slow or something. It's because you're in a perpetual loop that you got to get out of. All right, let's start in January at the beginning of the year. And I'm going to get ready to wrap this segment up in a little bit, but let me, I got really got to tell you this part about the continuous loop that you're in. It starts in January. Get your tax return. And then once you get your tax return, you say, I'm going to ball out. I'm going to buy me the car. I'm going to buy me a TV. I'm going to make some major purchase. I'm going to get the down payment for the house or something like that, right? Okay, cool. So by the time the tax deadline comes, most of us have long since spent our money because we went we went to the clubs, we went we did something. And let's say by the time uh fourth of July come around, you don't even have that money anymore. So what we do is because we wanna um um go to cookouts and barbecues and things of that nature we go buy food and then we go buy outfits and you know that kind of put us now this money you could have you know took from from your tax but but you didn't because you spent it all then by the time the end of the summer come around you got 
you know, Labor Day Memorial Day, all the, all the stuff where you got to do the cookouts and stuff like that, where we got to bring some, spend money and, and stuff like that by the outfit and stuff like that, right? And then by the time uh, October, November running around, you got the holiday season coming up. So you start saying, okay, if I'm a layaway person, or if I'm a person who thinking in advance, I got to go start thinking about Christmas and things of that nature. So we got to go take cards that we're going to use, our credit cards, our um um, HSN cards and, you know, uh, finger huts and things like that, that we didn't even pay off when we had the opportunity, when we got the lump sum back in January, instead of saying, Hey, look, I'm not going to ball till I fall. I'm not going to ball out of control. I'm going to take some of this money and I'm going to pay off my, uh, pay down my credit cards, my debt from the previous Christmas season that just left in December, right? We didn't, we didn't do that. We decided we were going to go a different direction. So now all this stuff is still said, sitting there and you're paying your minimal payments and that's all you've been doing all year. But you've seen the can't make no headway on this because all you did was make minimal payments. It's set up for you to make minimal payments because they want the interest. They want that extra money from you. So now we do it all over again. So now your credit card, now instead of uh, having a full credit card to deal with, now you got half the credit card. So that other half, you go on and spend and you max it out because you're trying to do Christmas again. You see what I'm saying? That one perpetual loop that we're in because it never is. We keep doing the same thing over and over and over and over. And we can't understand how come this is your third time filing bankruptcy. How come we're in perpetual financial ruin? Because sometimes we're just not fiscally responsible with our money. And that's why we can't get ahead. So people don't understand that you got to be able to start looking at money different. You got to be able to start saying that, I'm willing to make that sacrifice. I'm willing to save. I'm willing to penny pinch. I'm willing to do what I got to do to ensure that if I have a rainy day, because for us black people, we have rainy days every other week. So if I have a rainy day, I'm going to make sure I got an umbrella. How many people have you known who've had a car breakdown on them and the car just sitting in the garage, or sitting in the driveway, and they say, what, what happened to your car? Oh, I ain't got the money to get it fixed. You understand what I'm saying? Then you get your tax return, then you blew it, and then you got to go ask people to borrow $10, $20. If you have to ask anybody, I'm putting this out here right now, in 2018, if you have to ask somebody to borrow $10, $20, you got to look yourself in the mirror and you got to make a hard change to your life because you should not be asking anybody to borrow $20 or $10 in 2018. Get your crap together, y'all. We got to be physically more responsible. Take your tax money and save it, people. Save it for the rainy day because y'all know it's coming. But we don't ever do that because it feels good to ball out of control. It feels good to have that lump sum. Now, what I told you guys earlier about having your light come on, right? Me, um, my friend, uh, Dave and Will, you know, the Decatur May Dave and Frost Giant, you know, guys that you will see and will hear on the podcast. We always say about 30, your light comes on. And what we mean by your light comes on, we mean that you start actually caring about things and you start actually thinking a couple steps ahead and you stop doing nonsense. You stop doing idiotic things because from about 15 to 25, you think you're invincible. You think you're going to live forever. You'll tell somebody, he just stepped on my shoe. What you want to do? What you want to do? Well, make it happen, player. It ain't nothing to me. Then when you get 30, you start thinking, what if he have a gun? What if he decide to shoot me? I don't want to die. I want to live. I got something to live for. That's when we say your light comes on. 
So at this particular point, people, your light got to come on to start saying that, you know what? What does it matter if John over there has Jordans and I don't? I just got regular Nikes. What does it matter if uh, Quanisha over there got the latest red bottoms, Coach Bad, Vera Wayne, Jimmy Choo? You know, what does that matter? And and then this is what I always say. When it comes to clothes and shoes and things like that, we all know in a couple of years it'll be somewhere in the back of your closet. And for some of us in a couple months that you don't even wear no more, that you can't even fit no more, or either you end up giving to somebody and then most of it ends up in goodwill somewhere. We all give it away when we can't wear it no more. We feel it's, it's out of fashion. So we got to start looking at things different. We got to start being financially more responsible. If you're going to buy that car with your taxes, try to find you something decent. Do your due diligence and buy it outright. Don't have to be a brand new car. It may not have all the bells and the whistles and the Bluetooth. It might not be uh, Wi-Fi ready and all that. But find you something that you can buy outright that you own. Just in case if you fall on high, hard times, fall on financial difficulties or have some burdens, at least you will own that car and don't have to worry about making that payment. Because when things go wrong, the two highest bills you're going to have in your house or trying to make that mortgage payment or rent payment and trying to make that car payment. And that's how you end up hiring your car over at your auntie Roberta's house because you don't want them to come get it because you can't afford that payment. That's how so many of us went through that housing crisis uh, a couple of years ago when everybody was losing their house left and right because we got in over our head and we made it too difficult to get out of that. So that's why I'm saying to you guys, when it comes to your taxes, be more fiscally responsible. Spend your tax money right, guys. I know it's it's hard to resist. I've been there myself, but you can do it. All right, guys? And I'm just going to uh, leave that right there. All right, coming up in the next segment, we're going to talk some more about a lot of stuff, a lot of things. Um, so keep it right here locked on the Random Select podcast right here on Beat Break Radio 87FM, Atlanta's newest underground station. Atlanta's new underground station, Beat Break 87FM, where music and talk radio lives. Hi, this is Clifford English, your host and producer of The Gospel Train. Join me every Sunday right here on Beat Break 87FM Radio. You will be encouraged, you will be equipped, you will be educated, you will be entertained, all while hearing the best in gospel music. Don't miss your connection with the gospel train right here on Beat Break 87 FM Radio. BeatBreakRadioFM.com We specialize in creating mobile apps for the entertainment industry. Go to BVMobileApps.com, click Get Started Now, create your account, choose your package, upload your content, and click Submit. BV Mobile Apps. Make it easy. Make it mobile. Hey world, it's your man Precise, and I have great news. The Precise Music app is finally available for your iPhone, Android, and Blackberry through Amazon and other app stores. That's Precise Music. Music is spelled with a Z. Go get it for all things Precise. Powered by BlackVibes.com. Stay in tune. That's precise music. Music is spelled with a Z. 
He has performed on stage in front of thousands of poetry lovers. He has sold out shows and rocked the crowd with the best poets in the industry. Welcome to the stage, spoken word artist, Patrick Duncan, better known as the Preacher Man. I am Benjamin P. Montgomery. I invented a vote for Gilbert. I am the former president of South Africa, Nelson Mandela! Critically acclaimed spoken word artist, poet, writer, and the creator of Black on Purpose poetry TV series Wordplay. Patrick the Preacher Man Duncan is coming to a venue near you. Why is the only time we can come together as a nation is when there are acts of insanity, chaos, or devastation? Stay tuned to Beat Break 87 FM for updates on Patrick Duncan's upcoming arrival to your city. Visit cdbaby.com forward slash cd forward slash Patrick S. Duncan to order his latest album, What's Going On, available online, including CD Baby and iTunes. I want this high to have no affiliation to a political party. I want this high to be spiritual. For more info, go to BeatBreakRadioFM.com. Right now, right now, Beat Break Radio is taking it to the streets to find out what's happening in your city. I Am Beautiful proudly presents its 13th annual Pink Pajama Jam. This mother-daughter mentor retreat is designed to transform young girls ages 8 to 18 years old into becoming productive people. The retreat will also help mothers, guardians, and daughters build better relationships with each other through a series of fun activities and discussions, such as the dangers of bullying, the power of social media, and setting future goals. Membership is not required to participate, and spaces are limited. The 13th annual Pink Pajama Jam will begin on Saturday, January January 13th through Sunday, January 14th, 2018. Participants are encouraged to check in at 1 p.m. The location for the Pink Pajama Jam will take place at Lake Lanier Island Legacy Lounge. The address is 7000 Lanier Islands Parkway, Buford, Georgia, 30518. For more registration details, call 404-545-9051 or visit the website iambeautiful.org. We're always taking it to the streets on Atlanta's new underground station, Beat Break 87. FM, where music and talk radio lives. Previously on the Beat Break Show. We got the homie AJ in the building. AJ, I can see you being in the White House. I mean, I would love to. Yeah, I I didn't want to say myself, but yeah, I would love to go to the White House and and sit down. Let me me set the stage out. I'm going to pretend I'm President Obama and you AJ, all right? Okay. You ready? Yeah. Wait for it, wait for it. Okay. Uh, So, uh, AJ. Yeah. Uh, so what does uh, AJ stand for? Uh, Apple Jacks? <laughs> yeah. No, it doesn't. It's 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 AXJ AJ. It's it's what my all my friends and family call me go by AJ. So and the X is in there. It's just for leaving my own mark while I'm here. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Would you, you know, would you listen to my project, The Light Bulb Moment? Would you, I got, would you uh, take it to listen? I got my copy right here. You got your copy? Yeah, me and Michelle are going to bump to it. Please yeah. do. And I want you to hit me up and tell me what you like, too. Yeah, about that. Definitely. The best part of waking up isn't Folgers. It's the Beat Break Morning Show. Start your morning off right with Sean Garvey and the crew on BeatBreakRadioFM.com. When it comes to hip-hop. R&B. Talk radio. No one does it better than Beat Break 87 FM. All right, we're back. 
on the break. You're back inside the Random Select Podcast. The podcast that's all about thought-provoking talk right here on Beat Break Radio 87FM, Atlanta's newest underground station. Um, today I just wanted to talk to you about something really quick um, about how a man turns a good woman bad. And there's a lot of different ways that this can happen, but I just want to talk to you from my opinion and how I think most time it goes wrong, at least from my point of view, from my experience. I just think that inherently women are different from us. By this particular point, once you reach a certain age, you as a man, you definitely know this. And as a woman, you definitely know this. The way we think, the way we do things, the way chemicals flow in our brain. Um, it's just different, you know, all the scientific facts and studies are out there, but I'm not talking about it from that standpoint. I want to talk about it from the standpoint of what I know to, to be true and how I've seen things play out. Cause inherently a woman wants to love with all her heart, her soul, her being and her essence. She just wants someone that she know that she can give all her love to 100% and in turn that man can be that for her, give her back the same love. But the problem with a lot of that is that some men, and I'm not male bashing, I'm not saying that all men, but some men can never give 100%. And I've been that man myself, to be quite honest with you. You could go up to a certain point, but you just feel that all women are a particular way. And we just don't want to give our all because giving our all makes us vulnerable, makes us feel like we're not in control. And the one thing that most men can't stand to relinquish is control whether it be control of your finances control of your uh your house your job control of your heart we just can't stand the fact that we got to relinquish control to somebody and it's not even the fact that she's controlling it's the fact that you have no control over the fact that you want to give everything you got to this particular woman and for some men that's really uncomfortable territory that's really the type of place that they don't want to be because it's not familiar with familiar to them and anytime that something is not familiar uh to a person whether it be a man or a woman we either tend to want to destroy it destroy it or we tend to run away from it we tend to feel what we don't understand, or tend to want to hurt, kill, or destroy what we don't understand. And I think since the beginning of the time, that's just human nature. But let me start from this standpoint. I think it starts with trust. Because no matter how much a woman has been hurt and done wrong by men from her past, somewhere deep down inside of her, she still wants to believe. She still wants to believe that there is a man out there for her who can understand her, who can love her, and that she can trust, who she can give her all to, and in return he'll give her his all to her. No matter how bitter she wants to be or she claims to be, there's always a little chink in the armor where the right man, the right person can come in and change the way she looks at things, right? Let's say you come into a woman's life and you start off by doing what you say you're going to do. Right. You're not telling any lies. She haven't caught you uh, telling any lies in that beginning phase where she's been, you know, an investigator. She's been a detective. She's trying to make ask you all type of questions to make sure that you're telling her the truth because she's going to try to 
catch you up. She might ask you the same question three different ways just to make sure that you got some consistency in your answers. And this is the woman that's kind of been out there who's dated a while, who's who's seen her share of games played on her. And she kind of understand what the routine is. She kind of understand how to go about this thing, you know, and a woman who pay attention over time. She develops a literally develops an interview strategy, like taking a survey to make sure that you can go on to the next level, next phase, because some women are not going to let you get to phase two or stage two because you didn't even do well on the interview or you didn't do well on the survey that she presented you with first. Let's say you decided, okay, you built that trust. A woman decides to be with you in several different stages. She decides the first stage is once she meets you that she want to spend some time with you. And once she decides she want to spend some time with you, then maybe she want to go into a relationship with you. And once she feel that, okay, we're in a relationship, now let's get serious in the relationship. And now that now that you're serious in a relationship, this is the part where she say, now I want to spend my life with you. I want to make you a part of my life. And a lot of men can get, will play games and, and, and keep up a facade all the way up until the spend my life with you poet, which you have kind of been a good person, you know, uh, a good actor or, or uh, a good con man up until that point to you can get to the point where she's decided that she want to spend her life with you. And now when I say take a good woman and turn her bad, I don't mean the woman who started off with you as your side chick, knowing that you was in a relationship right from the jump. And then now you don't want to act right and you don't want to come and be with her. Not that woman, because she was delusional right from the get go, because I'm pretty sure 95 percent of most men who start off with a woman and develop another side chick or a booty buddy or a cut buddy or however you want to uh, call the friends with benefits, never leave the original person they, they are with because you end up just being somebody to play with, have a little fun with, to mess around on the weekends, occasionally go on a getaway, but you'll never be number one. It's rare. It's that 5% of women who end up being number one, but you got to always say in the back of your mind, the way you got them, is somebody else out there ready to steal him from you the way you stole him from her? I mean, that's that's food for thought. That's something you really have to think about. All right. Getting back to the original thing, how a man turns a good woman bad. OK, now I said it started with trust. Now you got everything going. Um, she's trusting you. You've done all the little things. Your word means everything, because no matter how bad a woman feels or how hurt, she just want to believe that that's one man out there for her, you know, no matter how much she's been sold that night and shining arm, and no matter how much mentally she's come to the conclusion that that's a load of bullshit, that American dream is a fantasy, a fairy tale. But some little piece, some little part of her still wants that. And you can't blame her because uh, the society has done a good job of embedding that in our brain that. Cinderella is a real thing. The knight in shining armor is going to come in, swoop you up, take you out your situation and just change your whole life. But how many people actually really get that? How many people actually get a chance to feel like they're the knight or feel like they're Cinderella? So, all right, now that you got she you have earned her trust. It's one of them type of things where as a man, she is trying to get you to get to the point where she just want to be 
number one in your life. She just wants you to put her first. But for a lot of men, because we are so scared to think that something could be so domineering and so controlled in our life, we tend to try to hang on to that one little shred of what we think is dignity, that one little shred that what, what we think makes you a man, we call it independence. You know, uh, I still could come and go as I please and do what I want. But when you're in a relationship and you love somebody, you want to be with somebody, you can't come and go as you please. You can't do what you want. By definition, you're not in a relationship as that's, if that's the case. So you got to get to the point where you as a person, um, gotta say i want to relinquish certain things just so me and this person can be together so now that you and this person are trying to be together you got to make it where the trust continues because slowly as time go on um the woman just feels like she needs it she gotta have it but then it starts off why you start telling little lies here you start telling uh, big lies there. And so now each time you lie or each time you do something that hurts her, you don't understand. You're just taking a little piece of her away each and every time. You know, you're every time you tell a lie, it's just a little chip come off the statue. You know, every time you do something that's disrespectful, dishonest, a little piece and all you're doing is chipping away. And a woman just wants to feel like what I like to say, she want to have that twinkle in her eye for you. She want to have a lustful fire burning in her heart. And that makes her feel good for women. That's the one thing that they need to make them feel like they're appreciated and respected inside of the relationship. But every time we do something wrong, it puts that twinkle out just a little bit more. Every time we lie or we uh, cheat, it takes that burning fire and douse it a little bit more. And what happens is a woman will ultimately end up forgiving you for some of your indiscretions. But people don't understand forgiving you and forgetting are two different things. She will never forget them because if you cheat on a woman one time and she decides to forgive you, it takes years for you to build that back. And that little five or ten minutes of pleasure that you had with that other person, you had no idea that the woman that you with that you claim you love it would take years to build that back. And some women will still be with you and you never get it back because she always going to be wondering, where is he really? What is he really doing? You know? And then um, another thing that turns a good woman bad is when the woman herself is the type of woman who needs um, companionship, uh, needs adulation, needs the compliments to feel good, to feel sexy and still feel like everything is above board. Cause some men feel like they're being good men when they feel, when they're, when they paying the bills, they feel like I come home every day and I'm doing what a man is supposed to do to take care of a household. But yeah, that's what you're doing to take care of the household. What are you doing to take care of the woman? What are you doing to make sure she still feels like she's the queen? You know, make sure she feel, make sure she still feels like she's number one to you. What are you doing on that aspect? Because a lot of men only can understand and sympathize with a woman right before or right when they feel it's going to lead to sex. What about all the other moments in between that, that you're not having sex? What about paying attention to the details? What about when 
you know, you, you, you're trying to figure out why she got an attitude today. What's wrong with her today? What about trying to figure out what is making her feel good? It's not just when she's bad. It's, it's just trying to take some time to get to know the woman, period. Because from my personal experience, most women tend to take the time to get to know the man. <laughs> we as women rarely take the time to truly know the, get to know the inner workings of a woman. Because somebody could come over and say, hey, y'all want to come out to dinner and you, you know, come over to our house for dinner. You'll say, okay, what you serving? Then you, you would automatically turn it down because she say, oh, we're having, uh, let's say spaghetti. And you, the first thing you go, no, he don't like spaghetti. So I ain't going to accept this because I know he don't like spaghetti, right? Because she took the time to know him and to know the things that he do and don't like. The man say yes, knowing damn well that she don't like spaghetti, but still invite her over. And the first thing she say, don't you know I don't like spaghetti? Why we didn't invite us? So what I'm saying is pay attention to the details and that'll keep you from being in a situation where your woman is just not feeling you. Because we think as men that when a woman physically leave us, that's when she decided to leave us. That's when it's over. No, no, no. A good man turns a Good woman, bad, because he don't pay attention to the detail. She has decided to leave you long before she physically left or she physically put you out. Once a woman mentally check out, even though her body is there, she's not there. She's gone. When she's starting to feel like another man can entertain her, make her smile, or at least make her figure, make her think or figure what it must be like on the other side of that fence. She's already gone at that particular point. And then this is the thing. After she forgive you, we'll go back and do the same thing over and over and over and over again. Because we always got this confidence going on about us that we figure that she'll forgive me and we'll move on. We do a few nice little gestures, get us a flower, maybe take on a trip or buy something. We think that that material thing is covering up her real pain that's just a band-aid that's just a quick fix but you're not really mending her heart because at some point something's going to happen that reminds her of the fact that you just don't care you don't love her you don't respect her because if you did you wouldn't keep doing the same shit over and over again because think about it if your child did keep doing something you tell them to do at some point you want to whoop them or you want to punish them severely because you be saying I'm not whooping you for the actual thing that you've done. I'm whooping you because I've told you to stop doing this thing 50 times. And at some point you hit the boiling point because you be like, what's wrong with you? You don't understand what I'm telling you. I told you 50 times to stop doing this. It's no different from a woman. She's giving you 50 chances. She's told you 50 times to stop lying to her. Stop cheating on her. Stop coming home late. Stop blowing the money on things. But you won't listen. And then when she finally decided to leave you, you want to tell people that she's crazy. She was always nagging. She was always um, making it difficult, getting on your nerves and things of that nature. That's because when you hurt and when you scorn and when things ain't going your way, we tend to want to make ourselves play the victim role. We tend to want to make ourselves the victim when it's really far from that. You didn't tell them how you never paid attention to her. You never took her out. You never cared to ask how it was work. You never cared to, to hold her just because. 
Not because she was crying or she was sick or anything, just because you never decided you wanted to cook for her for a change. You never decided that you wanted to go down and cook in the kitchen with her for a change. You never decided that you want to just come home and surprise her with something just because. Not because you up, not because you messed up. You always want to give her something just because you saying, this is what I want to do for you because I love you and I care about you. But you can't understand why she feeling this way. You say, oh, she don't want to have sex. Oh, I can't get her to be a certain way. When she know the only time that you want to be affectionate is when you want to climb on top of her. That's the only time she can get you to listen. There's no foreplay. There's no pillow talk after it, as we like to call, you know, bedroom talk, sex talk, none of that. You just want to do what you got to do. And I'm not saying every man to do this. I'm just saying if you take some time and look back over your history of some of your past relationships, you will see that you fell into this particular pattern. And at some point, all women want to know that that still is a fire burning for them deep inside of you for them. Because... I need to tell you guys this. Whenever you think you're comfortable with your woman and you think it's solid and you think she can never, ever go anywhere, some other dude, some other man is definitely out there watching your woman, waiting in the bushes, waiting to prance like a tiger on a gazelle. Do y'all not understand this, man? You think you're comfortable with your woman. You think that you're the only one that she could potentially be with. You think that... That nobody else is out there. Trust me right now. Right now you're with your woman. And I'm telling you. Somebody is watching. Somebody is waiting. Sitting in the wings waiting to get your woman. So don't get too comfortable. Because you, you, no matter how you think your woman are. Let's say you figure she gained some weight. Let's figure she don't. Uh, maybe you, you figure maybe she's changed. Or you just got comfortable with her. And. Just just know that somebody out there is willing to talk to her. Somebody out there for the moment, even if their intentions aren't good. Somebody's out there waiting to make her feel good. Even if she know deep in the heart what she's doing is wrong. She feel it's got to be better than what, than what she's going through right now. You understand what I'm saying to you? She know that at some point she's checked out already with you. She know that at some point that you don't care. She could tell you she's going to hang it out with her girls. You wouldn't even care to check on her. You won't even call to say, baby, are you all right? Because you're comfortable in knowing that she's going to be there. And she's laid up with some other man because you stopped paying attention a long time ago. And I'm not saying this, that, that this is the way it goes all the time. I'm not saying that this is a normal relationship. I'm just letting you know step by step how things unravel. And then at the end when she's leaving, you'll say it just happened all of a sudden. And I'm here to tell you from a man to another man, it didn't happen all of a sudden. A man does not turn a woman bad all of a sudden. It was signs, but we too comfortable, too ignorant, too stubborn in our own ways not to see what you've done to her. And not all men do this to women. I'm just saying that sometimes when it goes bad, sometimes people. That if you look back over the course of the relationship, you'll see that there were signs in place. There were things that could have been done that could have rectified the situation. You could have told her you love her a little bit more. You could have spent a little bit more time. You could have 
Not wait for her to plan a getaway or a trip or something like that. Took the initiative to show that even in your downtime, you're still thinking about her. Even when y'all have been together for 10 to 15 years, you still feel that passion burning for her, that you still want to do things for her, to her, with her. And you still want to let her know that all your thoughts revolve around her. Because... Fellas, what we do is we, we let new kind of come in and ruin everything. See, you you got something tried, trusted, and true that you fell in love with, and you're willing to throw it all out the window for somebody you have no clue about. Somebody that you don't even know who truly cares about you just seems like it's good for the moment. And sometimes it's those moments that ruin a lifetime. It's those moments that ruin people's lives. It's those moments that give you moments that you can't recover from. It's those moments that have you saying to yourself, right here, right now, that moment right there is where I fucked up. It's where I could have had, I could have had something special. I could have had something good. And so now the next man got to come in and pay for all the stuff that you've done. Cause some of these women have gotten loans for you, help you get through school, help you got better jobs, pushed you on to do better in your life so you could probably potentially be that man to provide for his family. But you did all that stuff and then you you messed it up and now you're doing all that stuff for, for other women. When the woman who helped you get to the point where you're at, you just spit on her. You just let her go to the wind. You didn't even care. And now we can't understand when we meet certain women, why they are a certain way. Look at her history. Look at what she's been through. And, and for us men, it's easy to say, well, I'm not him. I didn't do that. It's not as easy sometimes to come back from when your heart has been ripped out your chest. And then you're supposed to just pick it back up, put it back in yourself and carry on. It's not that easy. Think about it. If you're a man and you've ever been hurt, the first thing we say is from all, you know, I'm going to get out here and I'm going to play and I'm going to hurt them the way they did me. That's the first thing you do. Instead of saying, let me heal myself. Let me get right. Let me take some time. Let me not date. Let me fix myself before I go on to the next person. And I understand that that person that I'm trying to date now is not the person who hurt me then. We can't even do it. So, but we expect them to do it. Why are you like that? Why you can't, why you can't just put your guard down and let me in? She can't put her guard down to let you in because she just can't. She can't afford to have her heart ripped out time and time and time again. At some point, you ain't going to be able to put it back in. It's not going to fit right. Maybe you're the person to come in to show her how love is supposed to be, show her how relationship is supposed to be. Maybe you're the person that comes in and teach her slowly but for surely that believe and trust in love again. So it's several ways that a man can turn a good woman bad. But a lot of times it's merely trust that takes a woman and, and, and twist her all up and do things to her that make her feel like she just can't be in a relationship with a person again because she can't trust. Trust is a very, is a very amazing thing. When you got it, you feel like you're walking on cloud nine. You feel like that no matter what happened, I could go in the trenches with this person and we going to be okay. But when you don't have trust, when you don't have it, it makes you feel like you're uncertain about every 
aspect of your life when you feel you can't trust the person that you're sharing a living environment with, you're sharing a house with, you're sharing a relationship with, you're sharing a life with. It's an unsettling thing to know that you're laying next to a person that you don't trust. How can she love and be right? How can her attitude be right when she don't trust you? But you'll go out and tell your friend she tripping. I don't know what's wrong with her. You do know what's wrong with her. She don't trust your lying, cheating, conniving ass. And that's how you turn a good woman bad. You take away that trust. And once the trust is gone, love is right behind it. Love is right behind trust. Because once she don't trust you no more, love is most assuredly following trust right out the door. And once the love is gone and the trust is gone, eventually you guys will be gone. The relationship will be gone. Because why subject yourself to that? You as a man shouldn't even want to be with somebody who don't trust you and then don't love you, but they still there. That's dysfunctional. It's not healthy. And ultimately, it's going to lead to you guys' demise anyway. So, Fellas, if you're in a relationship and you don't want to turn the woman bad, keep the trust there. A lot of things you can come back from. You can may have some issues with losing a job, have some financial issues. She could bounce back with you because she knows she could trust you, that you're still going to go out and do what you got to do to provide for her and the family. Right? You can have some issues where maybe you get hurt and you, you know, something happened. You can have a disability, but she know that when you were right, you were trustworthy and she got your back because you've always had her back. But once the trust is gone and the lies and the cheating come, you can't ask her to stand behind you firm when you can't do that for her. All right, we're going to leave that right there. We're getting ready to head into the break. You're listening to the Retina Select Podcast. The podcast is all about thought-provoking talk right here on the Beat Break Radio 87FM, Atlanta's newest underground radio station. This is Atlanta's new underground station. How you doing? This is Wood Harris. Hi, this is Jasmine Guy. What's going on, Atlanta? This is Clifton Powell. Hey, guys, it's Nisi Nash from TV Land's The Soul Man. This is Cat Williams. Check this out. This is your boy, Yarrell, from NEXT. Hey, everybody, it's your girl, Lunell. What's up, ATL? It's your girl, Cannon Ken of Atlantic Records. Hi, I'm the Roger Pienzo. WBS 87 Atlanta. WAEN FM Atlanta. WBHH and on iHeartRadio. Home of the Beat Break Morning. Show with Sean Garvey, DJ Roland, and the Wake Up Ladies. Break 87 FM, where music and talk radio lives. Street, 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 streaming online at BeatBreakRadioFM.com. Download the TuneIn app to hear Beat Break 87 FM on your mobile device and listen to the Beat Break Morning Show. Weekday mornings only on Beat Break 87 FM, where music and talk radio lives. What's up, ATL? Make sure that you check out the D Here Radio Show on Beat Break 87 and BeatBreakRadioFM.com. Hey, world, it's your man Precise, and I have great news. The Precise Music app is finally available for your iPhone, Android, and Blackberry through Amazon and other app stores. That's Precise Music. Music is spelled with a Z. Go get it for all things Precise. Powered by BlackVibes.com. I tried to put it off, but I can't. It's so me. Tried to blame the other man, but I can't. It's so Stay in tune. That's Precise Music. Music is spelled with a Z. We specialize in creating mobile apps for the entertainment industry. Go to bvmobileapps.com, click Get Started Now, create your account, choose your package, upload your content, and click Submit. BV Mobile Apps. Make it easy. 
Make it mobile. Listen to Beat Break 87 FM on the go. Download the Beat Break 87 FM app from the app marketplace, including Amazon, including Amazon Google Play, and the App Store. View photos, videos, and Beat Break 87 shows on your mobile device. Download the Beat Break 87 FM app now for free. He has performed on stage in front of thousands of poetry lovers. He has sold out shows and rocked the crowd with the best poets in the industry. Welcome to the stage, spoken word artist, Patrick Duncan, better known as the Preacher Man. I am Benjamin Keith Montgomery. I invented a vote for I am the former president of South Africa, Nelson Mandela! Critically acclaimed spoken word artist, poet, writer, and the creator of Black on Purpose poetry TV series Wordplay. Patrick the Preacher Man Duncan is coming to a venue near you. Why is the only time we can come together as a nation? It's when there are acts of insanity, chaos, or devastation. Stay tuned to Beat Break 87 FM for updates on Patrick Duncan's upcoming arrival to your city. Visit cdbaby.com forward slash cd forward slash Patrick S. Duncan to order his latest album, What's Going On, available online including CD Baby and iTunes. I want this high and have no affiliation to a political party. I want this high to be spiritual. For more info, go to BeatBreakRadioFM.com. Right now, right now, Beat Break Radio is taking it to the streets to find out what's happening in your city. I Am Beautiful proudly presents its 13th annual Pink Pajama Jam. This mother-daughter mentor retreat is designed to transform young girls ages 8 to 18 years old into becoming productive people. The retreat will also help mothers, guardians, and daughters build better relationships with each other through a series of fun activities and discussions, such as the dangers of bullying, the power of social media, and setting future goals. Membership is not required to participate and spaces are limited. The 13th annual Pink Pajama Jam will begin on Saturday, January 13th through Sunday, January 14th, 2018. Participants are encouraged to check in at 1 p.m. The location for the Pink Pajama Jam will take place at Lake Lanier Island Legacy Lounge. The address is 7000 Lanier Islands Parkway, Buford, Georgia, 30518. For more registration details, call 404-545-9051 or visit the website IamBeautiful.org. We're always taking it to the streets on Atlanta's new underground station, Beat Break 87 FM, where music and talk radio lives. Wake up weekday mornings to the Beat Break Morning Show and nod your head in bed to the 360 Mix Show. Weeknights on Atlanta's new underground station, Beat Break 87 FM, where music and talk radio lives. The views and opinions expressed on this program does not necessarily reflect those of Beat Break 87 FM, Reach One Communications, volunteers, staff, and management of Reach One Communications. Guys, we're back from the break. You're listening to the Random Select Podcast, the podcast that's all about thought-provoking talk right here on Atlanta's newest underground station, Beat Break 87 FM, where talk and music lives. Um, Lately, guys, I've been feeling like it's got to be more to life than what we're currently living, you know, at least what I'm currently living. And... um. I just been feeling it. So this is me trying to explain um, how it has to be more to life. Lately, I've been feeling kind of in a um, 
you know, low mood, kind of depressed. I don't know what's been going on. I don't really want to call it depressed, but just not my usually upbeat, happy, chipper self. And it got me to thinking that it's got to be more to life than this, you know. Um, as a kid, we always have been taught that you could do anything you want to do, be anything you want to be, the sky's the limit. You remember you used to say stuff like, when you grow up, what you want to be? I want to be the president of the United States. You know, I want to be an astronaut, firefighter, policeman. You know, all those type of things you used to say as a kid. But then it comes a point in your life where the realities of what is and when you used to be a kid and you dream don't meet up with each other. It comes a point where you are where you are. You are what you are. And you are sometimes whatever you're going to be. It's a humbling and crumbling feeling to know that you've already peaked. You probably whatever job you're at, you've been working there for five years. Chances are you'll be working there until you retire. You'll be working there another 25 years. And it's one of those type of things where you be saying when you look back and you say, where did my life go? What did I do with it? All those uh, new years come when you made resolutions and you never stuck to them because we as Americans feel that we can only change our life right at December 31st. It's the only time we could just make a change. We feel it got to be it got to correlate with the end of the year. So I'm saying it's got to be more to life than just this. And then when you get in those low moods and you start having those moments, it'll last for a little bit. But you'll never do anything about it. You'll never change it. You'll never say that today is the day that I'm going to have a total transformation of the way my mind, my body, my soul, my essence, everything works. Because a lot of times we're afraid to take that leap. We're afraid to do something different because this is all we know. But here's the kicker. This is all we know, but we constantly and repetitively bitch about all we know. Isn't it time to maybe try to branch out and learn some more and do something different? Because it's got to be more to life than this. And then, don't even let me start on love. You know, you think you uh love a person. You think it's going to be the best thing ever you know because as humans we're not trained to to think negatively when we're falling in love and when we feel a certain way about somebody we're just not that's just not the way the brain is wired because when you're in love you always think it's going to last forever and you never did ever contemplate the thought that it could fall apart or this could not be the person for you you never ever contemplate that one day you might get tired of that person you might say this person is getting on my nerve you, you never ever contemplate that one day y'all might grow apart one day you just y'all not feeling each other uh, one of the very worst things you want you never contemplate that one day you could literally be laying next to a person and still feel so very alone because when you're in love you never contemplate those things you never think negatively about something that you're feeling really good about that's just like if you won the lottery, you never ever think how potentially you could be broken in a year, how potentially everybody want to borrow money from you, how potentially people are going to be coming at you, trying to scam you out your money, how potentially you're going to be have to lose the money in taxes, how potentially, you know, you're going to overspend. All you think about is all the good do with your millions and millions of dollars. You never 
contemplate the thought that you could be broke because when something good happened to us as humans we're just not built to think about when the other shoe drops and because they tell us so much is that if you have hope hope springs eternal eternal you can build mountains with the faith of a mustard seed <laughs> it, it truly makes me wonder as i get older is that a too you know is that a load of uh, uh, uh just crap that they've telling you because what i've learned is when you have hope in something that you truly want or you have hope in something that you in your hearts of hearts know that this is going to turn out badly but you have hope in it all the hope does is prolong for a couple extra weeks couple extra months and for some people a couple extra years something that you knew was going to happen all hope did was let you drag it out into a get to a certain point where you say i know this was going to happen anyway but i hoped that it would work when you knew right when you decided to have hope it wasn't going to work then so to me hope is just another word for drag it out prolong what you already know because truth for the matter is a lot of things that you already know you know in your heart tends to come to fruition tends to come to the light tends to really happen but we pretend that they don't like people tell you oh you can go forward in your life and you can succeed but people don't understand we have become used to failure you fail more on a daily basis than you ever do succeed look how many times people have did the new year's resolutions fail look how many time you've written stuff down and never accomplished it fail look how many times you say oh i'm gonna get up and go do this exercise you know in a few minutes but keep watching tv never get around to it fail look how many times you say i'm gonna go wash these clothes in a little bit but never get around to it oh i do it tomorrow fail you don't understand that the reason success is so foreign and so hard for a lot of people to accomplish is because you're used to failing little small times every day all day long every time you say you're going to do something that you don't do it's a fail so it makes me wonder when they tell you have hope hope is just another word that they've kind of matched to tell you to waste time because truth be told you know in your hearts of hearts if something's gonna work or it's not gonna work and then sometimes it there's that long shot that it does but most times when people are in love, they never think it could go wrong because when they say, when somebody asks you, you didn't, you, you didn't potentially think he was, he was going to cheat on you. No, I, I, I didn't see it coming. They be truly blindsided because they want to believe that love is right for them. They want to believe that love is the traditional thing that we've been talked, taught about. They want to believe that love will lead the way. And, and then in some cases, love do lead the way. But it's way more failures to love than there are successes. The divorce rate in our country alone tells us that. So I'm telling you guys, it's got to be more to this. It's got to be something that I'm missing. It's got to be some type of philosophy, some type of thought process, some type of doctrine, some type of belief out there that I'm missing that can Get me to that true happy point that can elevate my mind, my body, and my soul. Where I could truly feel at peace with myself and be one because I'm missing something. I can have all the money in the world. I could have my kids around me. I can have stuff in place and I still be feeling like something's missing. Something's not quite right. 
And I can't put my finger on it. Every time I have a success, uh, every time something goes good in my life and, and, and I feel like I'm on the road, I always have that moment where I just feel like it still just isn't complete. I don't know what it is. I can't put my finger on it. I wish somebody could come in and just tell me what it was so I could stop feeling this way and, and get to where I need to be so I can be happy. And I know it's a lot of you out there who feel this way. I know it's a lot of you out there feel like you're just not living up to your potential. Or if you are living up to your your potential, it could be you're still missing something. Or you're living up to somebody else's potential and this is not what you really want to do. How many of us are out there actually pursuing things that we want to pursue and doing things that will make us happy? A lot of us are working jobs because it pays us money, but it's a job you, it's a job you can't stand. It's a job you, if, if, if someone came in and gave you a million dollars today, you leave everybody there. You wouldn't even pack this, get up out of there. Why? Tell me why life has to be this way. It has to be more to life than just running that rat race every day, feeling like you can hamster wheel. It's got to be more to it. Doing the same old routine day in and day out. And people say, well, that's life. That's life the way that is currently constructed and conceived. Life don't have to be that way. Life don't have to be one long, boring boring continuation of the day over and over and over and over and over and over why life has to be that way you get up get the kids out to school go to work do your job come home eat cook dinner go to work repeat as they say rinse and repeat do the same thing over and over to the point where you're on cruise control how many people out there I would like to know this. How many people out there have had those moments where you've driven to work and don't even know how to do that because you just was on cruise control daydreaming? That, that's, that's your body with muscle memory telling you that you do the same and over and over that consciously. You don't even have to be there to do it. You on autopilot just to do. And I know you out there and I know you've had, I've had that moment where I've driven places in and once I pull up in the parking lot, I came out, I got there. I just know I'm here. So this podcast is literally about asking the question, what more to life can there be? Cause one of the worst feelings in the world is to have a person that you're supposed to be married to or you're supposed to be in a relationship with. And you just look at them and you really don't know how to get out the situation. But your mind, your body and your soul is telling you you shouldn't be here. You don't want to be here. It's not the fact that you hate the person or, or, or it's just not going 100% right but and maybe at the time it felt right for you but you've changed and that's the problem with a lot of relationships is that you start off something that seems one way in the beginning but what happens when you change in the middle of the relationship you growing one way they're growing another way see a lot of us don't have the courage to say that look we need to sit down we need to talk because I don't feel the way I felt when we first got together I feel that I'm growing or I feel that something is missing and I don't feel it's fair to keep putting you through this because all I'm going to do is seem withdrawn, frustrated and irritated with you. Therefore, driving the wedge between us, making us really hate each other and therefore it's going to get to a point where we could walk away amicably now or we could walk away as enemies later. You will hate me now, but I promise you in the long run, you're going to appreciate the fact that I did this the right way instead of waited till we hated each other and forced you away and 
make it where now we got to go through court battles, man. Now we got to have people monitor us dropping off and picking up our kids. I don't want that. I just want two people to understand that this is not working out. Let's move on. You go your way, I go my way, and we act like adults. We meet in the middle and do what we have to do for our kids. That's why I'm telling you guys, this can't be life. It has to be more than life, more to life than just this. I mean, hope is one of those type of things that keeps you going through, you know, keeps you making it through um, certain situations. But look how many times your hope has led to nothing. Look how many times all the church people say that uh, your season is coming. Look how many seasons you've had and your season has never came. Look how many seasons that you watch other people's seasons never come. This is what I'm talking about. Hope is a good thing. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't have hope in anything. But I'm telling you, hope is starting to be a close cousin to wasting time. Instead of hoping that things will turn out right, why don't you do the things, why don't you be aggressive and proactive and ensure that things turn out right for you by going and chasing things you really want to chase instead of sitting back and just letting life live you instead of you living life. Why can't we do that? Why we got to be status quo? Why we got to do the things the way the old guard told us the way things do? The way our parents did things, the way their parents did things. Why does everything has to be status quo that way? Why everything has to be traditional? We are the only things that not reinventing ourselves is is the is the humans. Everything else is reinventing themselves. You know, um, animals. You know, ignorance definitely reinvents itself all the time. We are the only people that will watch a person. Struggle for 40, 50 years. I'm talking about our parents. Work at a dead end job. Watch them work and struggle to barely take care of us. Watch them do this for 40, 50 years and then we'll turn out and go work the same job they do, hoping that it will change. Hoping that uh, that break will come for you. Hoping that maybe you might just be a manager at the place where marginally makes you make about what? $3,000 more than she made per year? So instead of making uh, 27, you're making 30. We're the only people do that. We're the only people that uh, watch somebody suffer and go do the same shit. I, I, I don't get it. And then when it comes to success, we'll see successful people and we'll say everything has to be a scam. Everything has to be. And, and granted, it's a lot of scams out there. But we'll listen to broke people in the hood who living right next to us ain't got shit. But a follow a blueprint that they give you to get out the hood, which makes you wonder why they didn't follow the blueprint to get out the hood or to get out of whatever their situation is. But you'll listen to them. But you won't go listen to somebody who's done this, made it out the hood. You'll just say something, especially when it comes to black people listening to white people. We'll say that's some bullshit. Trying to get your life together so you can have a lifestyle so you won't have to live this mundane, uh, run-of-the-mill life. It's some boring. That's what we'll say. Put it in the book, as they like to say. You you, you, you want to hide something from us? Put it in the book. We can't read over 10 pages. And I ain't even knocking all black people. I'm just saying just stereo, I mean, typical stereotypes that I know for a fact that it's true. 
I can say this because black. So I'm telling you, some shit they say or something is out there. It's the God the honest truth. Some stereotypes are. And you could be mad all you want. You could say whatever you want to say to me. And you could leave whatever comments. But as a black man, I'm telling you from seeing my friends, my family, and other people that I hang around, some of the stereotypes are true. I'm not black bashing. I'm telling you black facts. So if you got any issues with it, leave me a comment. I, don't, I mean, I don't get uh, We could debate it. We could talk about it. But deep down in y'all heart, y'all know some of this stuff is true. And like I said, I'm not talking about all black people. I'm just telling you that when it comes to certain things, we'll go out here and watch Power. We'll go out here and watch Empire. You know, all the hip-hop, love and hip-hop, Hollywood Wives Club. Give that hours and hours and hours upon our time each week. But at that same time, you will not dedicate to getting into a book. We're not dedicating to truly learning what a 401k is instead of just telling everybody, I put my money in a 401k. How about you learn what 401k truly is? And and I don't even really want to go down this road. I'm just trying to tell you from my own personal experience that even I can be stuck into the rut, the mundane life of doing just bored it every day. You know, you're trying to maintain, you're trying to. Uh, the, the podcast is the one thing that I do that allows me to let off this steam like I'm doing right now. But I'm trying to tell you as life go on, you realize that you have become a, a robot. You have become just a program entity to just do the same shit over and over and over and over and over. And even when you don't have to do it because we're so programmed to do it, we still do it. And then the whole time we're at work, we bitch about how we wishing we was off. And then when you wishing you was, then when you actually get a chance to be off, you start saying that you need to go back to work. Woof, I've been off too long. I need to get back to work. So I'm just saying, lately I've just been feeling this. I need to be doing more. I be, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling this. I'm missing something. I'm missing my call and I'm missing where I need to be. I, I, I just feel that. It's something in the room staring at me, laughing at me, mocking me, taunting me, but I just can't see it. I don't know where it's at, but it's there. And I just, I can feel his presence. I can feel that on, that, that is telling me to move a certain way, but I just can't quite make it out. It's like it's telling me to go left, but every time I think it say go left, I, I, I'm scared to go left because I, did it really say left? Or did it say go right? Did it say go up? Did it say go down? I don't know. I'm getting confused. And that's where I'm at. I'm so confused because I know I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. But what I'm supposed to do feels like it should be more. Should like it should be bigger. Should feel like it should be better. It feels like um, I'm looking outside. You know, I'm inside a house and I'm looking outside the window and I'm seeing all these big, beautiful landscapes, all these people walking by, everybody waving and everybody saying, come on, come join us. But I can't go. For whatever reason, I can't go out. I can't enjoy it. I can't get to it. You know, that's what it feels like. And I'm saying, people, it's got to be more to life than this. I know that. You're supposed to get to a point where you get some type of stability in your life and you say get a routine. And that's part of being an adult is providing stability to your life, providing stability to your kid's life and providing a stability, a stable atmosphere for them. But in the process of doing that, everybody else is fine. They're stable. You know, your mate probably stable. 
and you feel stable to a certain degree, but you're still laying in the bed feeling like life is passing you by, feeling like you should definitely be doing more. And if you ever had that feeling, you guys got to know what I'm talking about. Leave me a comment. Let me know if you guys can resonate with me. Let me know if you understand what I'm saying to you that sometimes life becomes so stagnant that you feel that, I don't know, are we going about this all wrong? Is this the way it's supposed to be? I mean, it gets so boring and so so mundane, it starts to make you radically think about doing things different. But we don't. Because we're used to our same old routine. We're used to the traditional way of doing things. We're used to watching our parents and our grandparents go work at General Motors Ford or work at General Mills uh, factory. Watch them work for 30, 40 years, then retire. And then that's where we go do the same thing because that's what we've been conditioned to do. And what you don't realize, what you've been conditioned to be is afraid. Yes. You've been conditioned to be afraid, not succeed. You've been conditioned to stay in your same little neat little box in a tight little package, all comfortable and cozy. And never try anything new. Follow the blueprint that has been laid out for you instead of make your own path. And I say again, people, it has to be more to life than this. All right, guys, we're going to leave that right there and we're going to get ready to head into the break. But on the other side of the break, I'm going to give you guys rules to leave for your son, especially all you younger uh, fathers out there. I'm going to give you some rules that can kind of help your son grow and, and, and mature into the type of man you would want him to be. And some of these rules, quite frankly, we could start incorporating into our lives right now. We don't have to kind of leave them to our son, but this is kind of a a decent blueprint to hope that you could kind of instill into your son to hope he grow up to be a decent, respectable, mature, reputable uh, male. So um, stay tuned. Um, keep it locked. Don't change the um, station. Uh, you're listening to the Random Select Podcast right here on Beat Break 87 FM, Atlanta's new underground station where music and talk radio lives. Atlanta's new underground station, Beat Break 87 FM, where music and talk radio lives. Hi, this is Clifford English, your host and producer of The Gospel Train. Join me every Sunday right here on Beat Break 87 FM Radio. You will be encouraged, you will be equipped, you will be educated, you will be entertained, all while hearing the best in gospel music. Don't miss your connection with the gospel train right here on Beat Break 87 FM Radio, BeatBreakRadioFM.com. We specialize in creating mobile apps for the entertainment industry. Go to BVMobileApps.com, click Get Started Now, create your account, choose your package, upload your content, and click Submit. BV Mobile Apps. Make it easy. Make it mobile. Hey world, it's your man Precise, and I have great news. The Precise Music app is finally available for your iPhone, Android, and Blackberry through Amazon and other app stores. That's Precise Music. Music is spelled with a Z. Go get it for all things Precise. Powered by BlackVibes.com. Stay in tune. That's Precise Music. Music is spelled with a Z. 
He has performed on stage in front of thousands of poetry lovers. He has sold out shows and rocked the crowd with the best poets in the industry. Welcome to the stage, spoken word artist Patrick Duncan, better known as the Preacher Man. I am Benjamin P. Montgomery. I invented a vote for government. I am the former president of South Africa, Nelson Mandela! Critically acclaimed spoken word artist, poet, writer, and the creator of Black on Purpose poetry TV series Wordplay. Patrick the Preacher Man Duncan is coming to a venue near you. Why is the only time we can come together as a nation? It's when they're acts of insanity, chaos, or devastation. Stay tuned to Beat Break 87FM for updates on Patrick Duncan's upcoming arrival to your city. Visit cdbaby.com forward slash cd forward slash Patrick S. Duncan to order his latest album, What's Going On. Available online, including CD Baby and iTunes. I want this high and have no affiliation to a political party. I want this high to be spiritual. For more info, go to BeatBreakRadioFM.com. Right now, right now, Beat Break Radio is taking it to the streets to find out what's happening in your city. I Am Beautiful proudly presents its 13th annual Pink Pajama Jam. This mother-daughter mentor retreat is designed to transform young girls ages 8 to 18 years old into becoming productive people. The retreat will also help mothers, guardians, and daughters build better relationships with each other through a series of fun activities and discussions, such as the dangers of bullying, the power of social media, and setting future goals. Membership is not required to participate, and spaces are limited. The 13th annual Pink Pajama Jam will begin on Saturday, January 13th through Sunday, January 14th, 2018. Participants are encouraged to check in at 1 p.m. The location for the Pink Pajama Jam will take place at Lake Lanier Island Legacy Lounge. The address is 7000 Lanier Islands Parkway, Buford, Georgia, 30518. For more registration details, call 404-545-9051 or visit the website IamBeautiful.org. We're always taking it to the streets on Atlanta's new underground station, Beat Break 87 FM, where music and talk radio lives. Previously on the Beat Break Show. Got the homie AJ in the building. AJ, I can see you being in the White House. I mean, I would love to. Yeah, I I didn't want to say myself, but yeah, I would love (laughs) to go to the White House and and sit down. Let me let me set the stage out. I'm I'm gonna pretend I'm President Obama and you AJ. All right. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Wait for it. Wait for it. Okay. Uh, So uh, AJ. Yeah. Oh, uh, so what does uh, AJ stand for? Uh, Applejacks? <laughs> yeah. No, it doesn't. It's 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 AXJ AJ. It's it's what my all my friends and family call me go by AJ. So and the X is in there. It's just for leaving my own mark while I'm here. Oh, okay. So yeah. Would you, know, you would you listen to my project, The Light Bulb Moment? Would you, I got, would you uh, take it a listen? I got my copy right here. You got your copy? Yeah, me and Michelle are gonna bump to it. Please yeah. do. And I want you to hit me up and tell me what you like too. Yeah. About that. Definitely. The best part of waking up isn't Folgers. It's the Beat Break Morning Show. Start your morning off right with Sean Garvey and the crew on BeatBreakRadioFM.com. When it comes to hip-hop, R&B, and talk radio, no one does it better than Beat Break 87FM.
Welcome back in from the break. You're listening to the Random Select Podcast, the podcast that's all about thought-provoking talk. And I am your host, Mario, and we're right here on Atlanta's new underground station, Beat Break 87 FM, where talk and music radio lives. And I'm in this last segment, before we wrap it up and get on up out of here, I want to talk to you men about some rules that... um some rules that you should try to lay down to your son or pass down to your son or some of you guys should be doing some of these rules right now and trying to incorporate them in your lives. And and hopefully when I put these rules out here, I hope this is coming to some some of the fellas that are actively involved in your kids lives. If you're not actively involved in your kids life as a as a as a guy, as a man, um, I don't know. I don't know whether it be through finances, whether it be through circumstances with you and the baby mama, whether it be distance. Find a way to reconnect, guys. I'm not here to judge. I'm not here to say whatever happened. Let's just say today, whatever happened, we putting that all in the past. Let's just find a way to reconnect with our kids. And I'm talking about especially the fathers to the sons. You know, you want to be there for your kids no matter what, whether it's a son or a daughter. But these are rules that I think that a man should pass down to his son and hope that he can be uh, a good upstanding person. You know, the type of man that does what he say he's going to do and his word means a lot. Cause in today's world, people word almost don't mean anything. It's only so few people in your life who word means something. When they tell you something, you could take it to the bank. You can put it on the books. You could print it and say, Hey, if so-and-so said it, then they're going to do it. So um, I just think that these are some really good rules. I saw them on Facebook and I said, wow, this, you know, it, 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 it's almost the rules of a man's man, but it's also the same at the same time. It sprinkles respect in there. It sprinkles um, confidence and things of that nature. And so um, let me just try to uh, get this going real quick. And make sure we understand um, what these rules are trying to say and how it's trying to round out your kid. You know, if ever you should not be around, these are some rules that your son could follow to kind of help guide him whenever you're not there. So um, rule number one is never shake a man's hand sitting down. You know, you should never shake a man's hand sitting down because you want that man to respect you just like, um, you know, you want to respect him, you know. And I think that's a very good one because sometimes, you know, young guys, um, they don't understand the art of handshaking or what handshaking uh, really means. And number two is um, there are plenty of ways to enter a pool. The stairs ain't one. <laughs> and they just saying as a as a man, you know, stairs are for, you know, kids, girls, but for a man, we run and we jump in the pool. <laughs> you know, that's just a man rule. You know, that's just one of them ones where um, you know, it's just pretty much a man's rule, you know what I mean? Um, number three. Now that quite a few of them. I just want to let you know that in advance. But number three, uh the man at the grill is the closest we have to to a king and i i don't know if i necessarily agree with that but 
when you holding a barbecue and you 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 at your house and you're a man, you got your grill going. Nobody controls that grill but you. Your boys or whoever want to get on the grill, you tell them, uh uh-uh, uh, that's that that's my grill. That's 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 my thing. You might tell them to watch it for you. But nobody mans your grill at your house but you. That's like going into a woman's kitchen. They don't want everybody in their kitchen. I don't want everybody messing around with my grill. Cause that's just that's just the way things work. All right, number four. Whenever you're in negotiation, negotiations, never be the one to make the first offer. Do y'all feel me on this? Whenever you're going into negotiations with someone, never be the one to make the first offer. Because sometimes you make offers and you you screw yourself out of things. You know, you could uh, have had this particular car or whatever you're bidding for, uh, for, I don't know, maybe $1,000 less. But you decide to open your mouth and you screwed yourself out of something good. I like that one right there. And number five, act like you've been there before. Especially when you're playing football, you get into the end zone. But in life, though. You know, act like you've been there. Don't let every don't let moments be too big for you. You know, and I understand that sometimes we can be overcome with emotions and 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 things that like like that. But act like you've been there before. So um, I agree with that one. And um, number six, guys, request request the late checkout time. You got to do that because that shows that you had a really good night either partying and hanging out or you had a really good night hanging out with that significant other doing things that, you know, grown people do. You know, so always request the late checkout time because, you know, it indicates that you had a pretty good night. Number seven, when entrusted with a secret, keep it. That is a very important one, fellas. Teach your son how to keep a secret. Teach your son how to keep someone's trust because a lot of us are snitching these days. And when I say snitching, I don't mean snitching in the way rappers and other people like that are telling. I'm talking about when somebody tell you something and trust it, you run and take that information and you spread it around your job. You spread it around your family. And sometimes all people want is just a shoulder to lean on and to know that they got somebody that they can, um, they can trust in, you know, and that, that's, that's all people want. Sometimes, you know, they just want somebody they feel they could trust in. So let's, let's keep that in mind. Y'all when we, uh, when we out there, uh, doing, uh, when you out there and, and, um, people are entrusted in you and, and, and instilling their faith in you. All right. We're going to number eight, number eight, hold your heroes in a higher regard. Hold your heroes to a higher standard. And I believe in this because if you got people that you say that you 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 look up to and you got people that you say that um, you're trying to model a guide yourself by, hold them to a higher regard. And the reason you do that is, is that one day you might end up being someone someone's hero and they may be holding you to a higher regard. So it's like that full circle thing that comes uh, back around. Number nine, return a borrowed car with a full tank of gas. I don't can't tell you and can't stress how important that is. If somebody lets you borrow something, 
don't keep it and pretend like you forgot and try to act like it's yours, whether it be your neighbors or something like that. If you borrow somebody's car to show your appreciation that to them that say thank you for letting me borrow your car, give it back to them with a full tank of gas. You know, that that makes people say, you know what, that's a stand-up guy. That's a stand-up character right there. Do not go borrow somebody's car and bring it back in worse shape than it was as far as the gas go. All right, we got number 10. Play with passion or not at all. And I agree with this because sometimes parents, and myself included, we, we be trying to instill into these kids that you want to try to be the best at what you do uh, when you play in the sports. Why can't you do this and why can't you do that? But ultimately, we tend to forget that sports is supposed to play for exercise and be played for fun. But we take the fun out of it for the kids because we always assume our, our kids are supposed to be the next Michael Jordan, next LeBron, next Barry Sanders, next Joe Montana, next Jerry Rice. But we forget that they should play with a passion that's enjoyable for them all right number 11 when shaking a man's hand grip him firmly and look him in the eye that's a very important one too just like you should never shake a man's hand sitting down when you do ultimately stand up and shake his hand you should hold him firmly and you should look him dead in the eye to let him know that hey we are equals here you know uh, I'm not better than you. You're not better than me. We're two men here with a mutual admiration for each other or a mutual respect for each other. So I have no problem with that. So we're going to go on to number 12. Don't let a wishbone grow where a backbone should be. <laughs> I agree with that 100%. Do not let a wishbone grow where a backbone should be. Because sometimes us men, let's just be honest, we, we, we walk around and we portray like we're big, bad, and we're strong. And But some things bring us fears just like anybody else, you know. Um, there are fears in everything we do. But sometimes you have to suppress your fears to overcome them and do what's for the greater good or whatever the experience you're going through, whatever the situation you're going through. you got to suppress. You can't sit around and wish things away. You know, sometimes as a man, you got to, as they say, uh, pull yourself up by the bootstraps and make it happen, especially when it comes to doing things for your family. It's a lot of unenviable, enviable, a lot of things you don't want to do, but you still have to do because you're trying to take care of your family. So definitely don't let a wishbone grow where a backbone should be. I agree with that 100 percent. And if you need music on the beach. Number 13, if you need music on the beach, then you're missing the point. And that pretty much just says whenever you're going somewhere, you're going to the beach, you're going to relax and get away from things. If you got to bring music in order to feel relaxed, you're, you're totally missing the point. Sometimes a getaway needs to actually be just that, a getaway, to recharge your batteries and to get your mind right and to uh, re-energize your chi, your energy, your synergy, you know. <laughs> So <clears throat> keep that in mind, too. And I'm still feeling a little under the weather, but I'm, hey, show must go on. That's what they say, right? All right. Uh, number 14, carry two handkerchiefs. The one in your back pocket is for you, and the one that you keep uh, in your coat pocket 
that's for her. You know, you want to always be a, a gentleman. Always um, keep in mind that the significant your significant other should always be at the forefront of your thoughts when you're a man. You want to try to instill this into your kids. Number 15, you marry the girl, you marry the family. I mean, that's a powerful statement in itself. If you marry the girl, you marry the family. You got to keep that in mind because once you marry somebody, you're going to inherit all the things that come along with their family and vice versa. Once she marry you, she's going to inherit all the things that come along with your family as well. So keep that in mind when you marry somebody. Once you meet the family and you feel, uh oh, they crazy. Uh oh, I can't handle it. You might want to keep it moving because you marry the girl, you marry the family. Number 16, be like a duck. Remain calm on the surface and paddle like crazy underneath. And what that means is just that no matter how much turmoil go on in your life, remain cool as as these memes like to say, keep calm. But just know on the flip side of your situation, you working like crazy. You working like hell to, to get it resolved, to get it fixed, to move further. But all people see from you is that you cool hand loop. You got it all under control. Everything is gravy. All right. Number 17, guys. Experience the serenity of traveling alone. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, And this just saying that sometimes we get so caught up with needing somebody to ride shotgun, need a buddy to ride out with us. Sometimes. As a person, you do a lot of growing when you spend time by yourself. You do a lot of growing and a lot of thinking when you realize that I would I would ha- like to have the luxury of having company or uh, somebody around. But it's not the end of the world if I find myself in a in a blissful solitude, you know. So that's 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 quite all right. All right. Number 18. Never be afraid to ask out the best looking girl in the room. And as a young guy, I can understand how this could, you know, uh, be intimidating. But this just goes back to trying to instill confidence in your son, you know, to say, hey, look, I got a model that I always tell my kids. I'm already at no. So why should I be afraid to ask anybody anything or go after what I'm looking for? Because if I never do where I'm at right now, it's the same results that. If I went and they said no, so I might as well try because I'm already at no. It's my job to get in there, kick the door open and 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 get a yes. So never be able to uh, afraid to approach a woman because all she could do is just tell you no. And at the very least, when you walk away back from her uh, feeling rejected, no need to feel rejected. You're just going back to where you were before you asked her out. So don't 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 feel a shamed about that all right number um eight nineteen never turn down a breath mint and the reason you never turn down a breath mint sometimes people offer you breath mint because they might feel you need one and even if you didn't need one it's always good to be able to know that if you get into close quarters with somebody got that breath mint ready to go ready to pop it in and so you can always keep a fresh breath. Girls don't like the guys with the stink dragon breath. Rawr! Oh, they don't like it. All right. Um, number 20. In a game of horse, sometimes a simple free throw will get them. 
And that just goes back to sometimes we overcomplicate. We overcomplicate things. We overthink things. We over uh, stress. When sometimes the simplest route usually be the best route. So instead of keep going over in the corner trying to hook shot and calling a uh, a bank shot, bank hook shot from the corner, just simply get right in front of the goal and shoot a simple free throw and you might win the game. So it's best to not overthink or overcomplicate things, you know? All right, number 21. A sport coat is worth a thousand words. And it's just saying sometimes dress the part, dress for the situation. Don't let yourself be to the point where, um, you know, you, you, you just don't know how to rise to the occasion. You know, just learn how to dress for every occasion. You know, whether it's dressing down or dressing up, um, know what you should wear in any situation. Number 22, try writing your own eulogy. Never stop revising. And what they're saying is if you write something about yourself and then that's it, that means you either regressed in life or you haven't uh, grown in life. So try writing your own eulogy and see how much you've changed. You know, go back, write one this year and go one, write one next year and then see how much revision needs to be done uh, to it. And it'll kind of give you an idea how much you're growing or how much you're standing still. You know what I mean? And... um. You know, that's 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 a really good one. And number 23, uh, thank a veteran and then make it up to him. You know, you see an army guy, somebody, you know, have definitely served during troubled times in our um, country. Thank them. And then if they especially they had a place of business, you say, hey, I want to thank you for your service. And is it all right if I purchase this cup of coffee for you? Is it all right if I purchase this meal for you? Is it all right if I get those groceries, uh, purchase these groceries for you? Because what they do over there and the things that they've seen and the things that they've been witness to, I wouldn't, I hope none of my kids will ever have to be witness to that. And I really do thank them for their service because they provide an invaluable thing protecting us and making sure our liberties are intact. Even though it's a war against our liberties each and every day, I appreciate them fighting for those liberties. All right, number 24. If you want to know what makes you unique, sit down for a caricature. Now, this one right here is kind of debatable, so I'll just move on from that one. I, I don't know about this one. You know, if you want to make you what know what makes you unique, sit down and have somebody draw a character um, of you. I mean, you could do that if you if you want to. All right. Number 25. Eat lunch with the new kid. That's a very important one because sometimes when somebody new come into a situation, all they want is just a friend or somebody familiar or something to to help them settle in so they won't feel so much anxiety and stress about being the new person. Sometimes extending the olive branch to somebody new really can make a difference in their life. You know, because you got to remember maybe once upon a time you were the new kid. All right, number 26, after writing an angry email, read it carefully, then delete it. And that's one of those type of things where you say, I'm feeling angry. I'm feeling like I want to lash out, but the enemy knows better, you know, than to send this. Um, I, I don't I don't want to spew this. Maybe this hatred or this rhetoric. You write it. 
You get it out your system. You read it carefully to understand that. Because sometimes when we're mad, we'll look back over things and realize, wait a minute, uh, this kind of don't make sense. After you write it down and look back over and say, ah, I'm doing a bunch of run on sentences. I'm not making a clear, concise thought. I'm just flat out angry and mad. And then all of a sudden, once you read it, you realize, all right, I probably need to let this go. And that's what they said. Write it, write it, read it, delete it. And it's just pretty much learning how to channel your anger and let some things go. You know? So, number 27, guys. Ask your mom to play and she won't let you win. And neither will I. I've never been a believer in letting my kids win. If you beat me, you beat me. You know, because letting your kids win is doing them a disservice because when they leave the nest, this world is not going to let them win. They're going to have to earn it. And that's how I feel when I play my kids. You're going to if you're going to win, you're going to earn it. Not letting you win a damn thing. And that's just, you know, that's just the way I feel. Number 28. See it on the big screen. And that's just pretty much saying that if. You as a person uh, got some dreams and some aspirations. You know, why, why think small? Keep going until you totally fulfill them. Number 29, give credit and take blame. Now, that's a hard one for a lot of people. You know, you got to be able to when somebody does something good or somebody does something right, you got to be able to say, good job. You know, you got to be able to say, hey, look, Tony did that. It wasn't me. But by the same token, you have to be able to take the blame, too. You got to be able to say, I screwed up. Oh, that's my bad. Because I know people, no matter what they do, they will not take the blame for anything. They could not ever be a captain of no ship because they are not going down with the ship. And, I, and that's a hard pill to swallow. But I've learned to do it over time to say, hey, look, I, I screwed up. My bad. I've learned to say, hey, look, um, man, I can't believe I messed that up. And sometimes... When other people understand that you're humble enough to to say you screwed up, it makes them have confidence in you. I know that's a weird thing to say, but it's true. For well, for for a man to admit his own faults, admit his own mistakes, and make another person trust in them that they'll make a good decision because they'll know when they when they wrong. The buck don't have to go all around town. When I'm wrong, the buck stops right here. All right, let's move on to the next one. All right, number thirty. Write down your dreams. I mean, that goes without saying. Sometimes you have to write your dreams down to know whether you're failing or succeeding or you're stagnant or you're moving forward. So we'll just just get make that a given. All right. Uh, number 31. Always protect your siblings and your teammates. Always. Whether they, they're your brothers. And, you know, the old theory from the hood is we could fight amongst each other, but you can't mess with us. No matter how much we fight, we could fight like cats and dogs. We can act like we hate each other, but you're not going to come over here and fight with now one of us. And that's just the way it is. I played sports my whole life, and you protect your teammates. Like I said, we might fight amongst each other, but you just better sit on the sideline and watch. You can't get into this. If you try to fight them, oh, it's a war on your hands. All right, and we're down to the last one, guys. Be confident and humbled at the same time. And that's a very good one because that's, those are almost oxymorons. That's hard to do. It's hard to be humble and confident at the same time. 
but I got a feeling that we could do it. All right, God, those are things that to help you uh, raise your son, son, rules for your son to live by. And I just think they, they are really cool. It's 32 of them. It's quite long, but it's okay, though. You know, uh, get this to your son and try to incorporate some of these into your life as well and just see where it goes. All right. I want to thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the Random Select Podcast. It's the podcast that's all about thought provoking talk. I am your host, Mario, and we're right here on Atlanta's new underground station, Beat Break 87 FM, where talk and music radio lives. Until the next time, guys, the Random Select is out. This is Atlanta's new underground station. How you doing? This is Wood Harris. Hi, this is Jasmine Guy. What's going on in Atlanta? This is Clifton Powell. Hey guys, it's Neezy Nash from TV Land's The Soul Man. This is Cat Williams. Check this out. This is your boy Yarrell from NEXT. Hey everybody, it's your girl Lunell. What's up ATL? It's your girl Cannon Ken of Atlantic Records. Hi, I'm Roger Pienzer. WBS 87 Atlanta, WAEN FM Atlanta, WBHH, and on iHeartRadio, home of the Beat Break Morning Show with Sean Garvey, DJ Roland, and the Wake Up Ladies. Beat Break 87 FM, where music and talk radio lives. Street, 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 streaming online at BeatBreakRadioFM.com. Download the TuneIn app to hear Beat Break 87 FM on your mobile device and listen to the Beat Break Morning Show. Weekday mornings only on Beat Break 87 FM, where music and talk radio lives. What's up, ATL? Make sure that you check out the D Here Radio Show on Beat Break 87 and BeatBreakRadioFM.com. Hey, world, it's your man Precise, and I have great news. The Precise Music app is finally available for your iPhone, Android, and BlackBerry through Amazon and other app stores. That's Precise Music. Music is spelled with a Z. Go get it for all things Precise. Powered by BlackVibes.com. I tried to put it off, but I can't. It's on me. Tried to blame the other man, but I can't. It's on me. Stay tuned. That's Precise Music. Music is spelled with a Z. We specialize in creating mobile apps for the entertainment industry. Go to bvmobileapps.com, click Get Started Now, create your account, choose your package, upload your content, and click Submit. BV Mobile Apps. Make it easy. Make it mobile. Listen to Beat Break 87 FM on the go. Download the Beat Break 87 FM app from the app marketplace. Including Amazon. Including Amazon. Google Play. And the App Store. View photos, videos, and Beat Break 87 shows on your mobile device. Download the Beat Break 87 FM app now for free. He has performed on stage in front of thousands of poetry lovers. He has sold out shows and rocked the crowd with the best poets in the industry. Welcome to the stage, spoken word artist, Patrick Duncan, better known as the Preacher Man. I am Benjamin T. Montgomery. I invented a spoke for I am the former president of South Africa, Nelson Mandela! Critically acclaimed spoken word artist, poet, writer, and the creator of Black on Purpose poetry TV series Wordplay. Patrick the Preacher Man Duncan is coming to a venue near you. Why is the only time we can come together as a nation is when there are acts of insanity, chaos, or 
devastation. Stay tuned to Beat Break 87 FM for updates on Patrick Duncan's upcoming arrival to your city. Visit cdbaby.com forward slash cd forward slash Patrick S. Duncan to order his latest album, What's Going On, available online including CD Baby and iTunes. I want this high and have no affiliation with their political party. I want this high to be spiritual. For more info, go to BeatBreakRadioFM.com. Right now, right now, Beat Break Radio is taking it to the streets to find out what's happening in your city. I Am Beautiful proudly presents its 13th annual Pink Pajama Jam. This mother-daughter mentor retreat is designed to transform young girls ages 8 to 18 years old into becoming productive people. The retreat will also help mothers, guardians, and daughters build better relationships with each other through a series of fun activities and discussions, such as the dangers of bullying, the power of social media, and setting future goals. Membership is not required to participate, and spaces are limited. The 13th annual Pink Pajama Pajama Jam will begin on Saturday, January 13th through Sunday, January 14th, 2018. Participants are encouraged to check in at 1 p.m. The location for the Pink Pajama Jam will take place at Lake Lanier Island Legacy Lounge. The address is 7000 Lanier Islands Parkway, Buford, Georgia, 30518. For more registration details, call 404-545-9051 or visit the website iambeautiful.org. We're always taking it to the streets on Atlanta's new underground station beat break 87 fm where music and talk radio lives wake up weekday mornings to the beat break morning show and nod your head in bed to the 360 mix show weeknights on atlanta's new underground station beat break 87 fm where music and talk radio lives Views and opinions expressed on this program does not necessarily reflect those of Beat Break 87 FM, Reach One Communications, volunteers, staff, and management of Reach One Communications.